Matt Mosley. Hi, it's Matt Mosley. ESPN Central Texas rolling through a Wednesday. Glad to be joined right now by Ross Dellinger with Sports Illustrated. And, uh, Ross, you opened up a, a subject that uh, you can imagine the folks in uh, our listening audience are still very, very interested in. And, by the way, Kim is certainly very interested in the things that come out of Waco, and I've talked to Kim a little bit today. Uh, it, it, I, I say, you know, Ross, this is uh, – it has to be fascinating for a guy like you who's been around LSU for a long time to suddenly see that program at LSU that had fallen on hard times to have someone like Kim attached to it. And, and, and I'm sure you got to see up close at how already – different things seem and I I you know from reading your story in Sports Illustrated offices are already being redone renovated um she is a force of nature and and uh and and you've you've probably already knew that Ross but I'm sure this uh in your recent time with her it really hit home with you yeah it, it did I, I spent about a uh, a full day with Kim about a month ago and um got to see you know the already the progress that uh, that they're making uh, down there in Baton Rouge under her leadership, uh, you know, from the renovated offices, as you mentioned, to uh, our tip-off club going from 22 members at LSU to almost 200 um, in a few months. And she raised a million dollars as well for those renovated offices and other, other, um, other projects um, in the, uh, in the women's basketball program. So she's put a dent already I think in uh, in LSU women's basketball, which for you know so long was a contender year in and year out, not just in the SEC but on the national scale, five straight Final Fours from 04 to 08, um, in in a heck of a run from Sue Gunner in the in the 90s and into Pokey Chapman, and and then you just kind of had you know toward the end of Pokey's tenure, you obviously had a slide and, and the, the scandal that kind of happened there and. They just haven't been the same in, in 15 years or so. And uh, Kim is, uh, you know, uh, I think probably fairly quickly going to start uh, turning the ship around. Someone in your story compared her and said she was the rup of, uh, of Baylor basketball. Gino Emma would come into town and go, my gosh, these fans, these people. And I think you referred to it as – you know, uh, Kim's army and that kind of thing. And it is unfathomable to even those of us that have kind of had a front row view to this that it's happening. And I think, you know, your story comes out at an interesting time with both programs opening their seasons. It's still kind of crazy that she's not at Baylor. I, I got the sense from reading your story, Ross, that it's still pretty crazy for her too. I mean, I do think there are moments at LSU that have been – great moments and exciting for her and she goes okay this is why why i'm here but same time it's i i I think she's still working her way through the the emotions of having those huge ties and then not being there anymore did you get that feeling from being with her or do you think she is moving on pretty nicely well i you know, I, I she she and others will will tell you that she left Baylor to go quote unquote home um, back to her home state. But as somebody um, who I didn't quote in that story mentioned to me, uh, her home was Baylor, you know, and and her home was Waco, and 
sells a house there. I don't think she plans to to sell it. Uh, she tells me. Um, so she she has a house there still, and and um, and that was her home. And so I think it was a difficult decision to leave for her, and it was something. You know, obviously, it took her six days to decide to do it. Uh, multiple meetings and multiple I think, conversations with uh, friends and, and family. So it was definitely not an easy decision. And you can tell, even though she has tried to kind of, as I wrote in there, uh, put her feelings in the metaphorical box and slide them under the bed, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, it's hard to do that. And I think forever, you know, a big part of her, a big piece of her will be uh, Baylor Green. Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, just wrote this story about Kim Mulkey. And, uh, Ross, you never – isn't that interesting? You cover national. You did all this realignment, but you never are – it's hard to get – once you're associated with covering LSU and that part of the country, you never can quite unattach with it, can you? I mean, and there's – with all the – with all the LSU coaching, uh, so it's like you're in the greatest place on earth. I'm sure at times you're like, wait, do I have to do everything LSU-related? Now, I would have to say the, the one thing that made, made this all look interesting is it happened not long after the men won a national title in basketball. And I, I would say the perception of that is not lost on some people in Waco, and, and it's sort of been put out there that, boy, Kim, you know, and I, again, I think she did root for Scott. They're way different personalities. They're completely different. But did that come up at all, Ross? Because it does, it did, I think people sort of had this natural thought that, well, Baylor won its first men's national title, and then however many weeks later, she's gone. The, the, the optics on it weren't great. Yeah, I can see that. And there, you know, there were uh, certainly um, there were some people I talked to for that story that did mention that um, that that did come up. Uh, it's something I didn't really talk to to Kim about, but uh, it was it was interesting timing, obviously, as as it uh, as it um, all kind of worked out, right? Um, she left the year that the the men finally won the championship. I, you know, I don't get the sense that that was like the main reason, or or even that it was one of the the various reasons uh, that she ended up deciding to leave. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it certainly is, is something to consider. What did you think when you were uh, around Dave Aranda when he was at LSU? And I remember you writing some about him, and, and he's obviously a very, very interesting guy. First of all, Ross, I don't know if you've been able to listen to some of his news conferences since. You know, he's not like most college coaches, as I'm sure you found out. And and you, sometimes they change when they become head coaches. Like the answers he gives are – it's pretty remarkable in the in, in how much he explains – and how much he'll go through. Did you did you think, hey, this guy's going to be a really successful head coach? Or because he was so quiet and introspective, did you not really know? How did how, What was your take on Aranda, uh, you know, before he got this Baylor job? Well, Davis, yeah, certainly um, different than uh, probably any other coach that I've – I've met or covered. Um, he uh, 
operates is just unlike any really any other. Um, he is uh, he's, he's obviously more quiet um, in nature, and uh, he's a cerebral guy, a thinker. Um, when you when you talk to him and interview him, soft spoken, you might you might think the way he talks and the way he talks about numbers, defensive numbers especially, and uh, you might think he's a math professor. Um, that's that's <laughs> kind of how he, he strikes you. So I, I know that there was some trepidation in hiring him as a head coach, especially of a Power 5 program, because he is a little different. Um, but, you know, he's been under some great coaches, right? And uh, he's been in some big programs, Wisconsin and LSU, and, and so I'm sure you learned a lot and learned how to build a program. And I think you're seeing it now. You don't have to, you don't have to be uh, yelling and screaming, right? You don't have to win the press conference, so to speak, to, um, to have success. Yeah, speaking of yelling and screaming, did you happen to see Joey McGuire's uh, opening news conference at Texas Tech? Did you catch any of those videos? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Certainly, Joe. I, when I visited Baylor a couple of years ago, I visited with Joey actually, and uh, he's you know, he's about as Texas as it gets. I remember him. Uh, you know, before, I was leaving the meeting with him, the interview with him, thinking, "Wow, you know, this guy. Uh, I'm ready to go play for this guy myself." You know, so uh, I, I think uh, I think what I saw in that news conference um, that he, that he held was the guy I remember interviewing a couple of, couple of, couple of years ago um, that uh, just uh, a coach that uh, has an, an affable uh, Texas kind of personality that you would think would, would have success in that state. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I don't think Dave Aranda will be doing any sick and bears chants or anything like that. Now this LSU, uh, uh, you, you co you know, you followed this coach O thing, that thing went South in a hurry. Uh, you know, I guess he kind of let that coordinators thing get, a, get away from him. You've had some very interesting stories about kind of what coach O some of the aftermath of the national title, some of his personal things that he's dealt with. What direction are you sensing this AD is known as kind of a big name hunter type guy. Likes the likes the big name. I don't, you know, Aranda doesn't fit that. Obviously, he's a cerebral, quiet guy. As we were just talking about, um, we're we're you know, as Baylor people, there's a lot of worry because Matt Rule left recently, and now all of a sudden Aranda's having success. And it's like, oh gosh, is he going to leave too? Where, where do you where do you kind of sense? That this L, what direction this LSU thing? Because you got these other places that are like quickly trying to name coaches, and then you got USC and LSU kind of hanging out there. Where do you think it's headed? Uh, great question. Uh, and, and Scott Woodward, the athletic director at LSU, has, has really kept things pretty bottled up. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not sure I know exactly which direction this thing. Uh, is heading you just look at the past and Scott Zimmo and he has he's always gotten a big name and, and the Kim Melke hire was uh, about as Scott as it gets um, somebody who's won multiple championships at the power five level sitting power five head coach um, that's the kind of person that he hires he, he did he hired Jimbo at um, at 
uh, Texas A&M from Florida State. He hired Buzz Williams from Virginia Tech to 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 uh, uh, Texas A&M, and and they did some of the same hires at Washington when he was there. Chris Peterson wasn't a sitting Power Five coach, but he he plucked him out of Boise when when nobody else really could. Uh, so, you know, he does go after the big name, and and Dave doesn't necessarily, especially with just couple years of head coaching experience doesn't necessarily fit that mold um not to say that he's not a candidate or might not could be one day or or uh, whatever but um he's not one of the ones certainly that you you have heard loudly buzzing uh around baton rouge all right it's going to be fascinating to see where this ends up and uh and, and that is a i you know sometimes i you go back and forth is that like the best job in america because people care so much or is it like one of the worst jobs because they care so much? You can kind of go either way, and it takes a very, very special personality. In, in USC, similarly, but just completely different in a different kind of way. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to uh, to see what happens there. Can you imagine, by the way, Kim Mulkey watching last night because LSU played the night before, watching Baylor because you know she had to be. Um, and because those kids, she cares so much about and Alyssa Smith, Queen Egbo, Terry Andrews. All they, they, she left some great players there in Waco on this team. Can you imagine how surreal that must have been? Her sitting there watching her former school and team play. I now that's that's that would be that would have been interesting to be kind of a fly on the wall there. Hmm. Yeah, it sure would. Yeah, I think they played LSU played during the day yesterday, so she was probably all yeah. done. Um, by the time that game came on, and and yeah, you got to wonder. I'm sure, I'm sure she she took a glance, um, at least at the box score. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she she watched a little bit of it. Um, because you know, like I said earlier, I think that uh, she'll always have a big, you know, Baylor will always be a a big part of of her and uh, and who she is. And um, like I said, that that. That was kind of home. I mean, that was her home for a while, you know, and, and I think still in a lot of ways is. All right. Well, uh, she is one of a kind. And, uh, Ross, really appreciated all the great work you've done on realignment, college football, and uh, good luck on the, uh, uh, the, the, the LSU coaching search as well. We really appreciate you doing this. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Ross Dellinger from uh, Sports Illustrated had a big story on Kim Mulkey and um, kind of oh, revisiting what all happened. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we could talk a little bit more about it, but, uh, uh, you know, both, both schools have started new eras. It's a matter-